Good evening. So excited that you are here to celebrate this divine night with us. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, the opening of gifts was one of the most exciting traditions of Christmas. I don't know if any of you kids can relate. Uh, but all my aunts and uncles and cousins gathered at my grandparents. And we would start with the youngest, and they would open their gifts, and we would work our way up to the oldest. And I remember as a kid eagerly waiting my turn, watching my younger cousins open gift after gift, wishing they'd hurry up so I could unwrap the presents before me to find what I'd been given, gift after gift, from grandparents, godparents, and cousins, gift after gift after gift. And throughout the room tonight, there may be some mixed feelings about gift giving. There's probably a good amount of excitement about opening gift after gift. There may have been some anxiety or stress about trying to find all those gifts for various people. And some may experience loneliness or sadness over gifts they don't get to open anymore. And there's that awkwardness of those gifts that you receive that you neither need nor want. And for some, there may be the frustration that maybe it's getting to be too much, watching the kids getting gift after gift after gift and wondering, where are we going to put all this stuff? Is this gift giving really what Christmas is all about? Gift after gift after gift? Denison, Claudia read from John 1 earlier, the beautiful and mysterious prologue to John's gospel. And the message paraphrases part of that passage this way. We all live off his generous bounty, gift after gift after gift. We got the basics from Moses and then this exuberant giving and receiving, this endless knowing and understanding. All this came through Jesus, the Messiah. No one has ever seen God, not so much a glimpse. This one-of-a-kind God expression who exists at the very heart of God has made him plain as day. What is this gift that we receive from God? In Christian theology, we call it the incarnation. God comes in the flesh. Jesus, the Word who was with God and is God, becomes human flesh and blood and lives among us, God in the flesh. And this incarnation, it's a gift of reconciliation. Jesus is truly human and truly God, at one in his very person. In his very being, Jesus embodies the relationship between God and humanity that was purposed by God from the beginning of creation. In Jesus, God reaffirms the original very goodness of humanity, 
unfortunately broken by our sin. But God enters into the midst of our sinfulness, our brokenness, the fracture of our relationship with God, with others, with ourselves, with creation. God enters in bringing healing, salvation. Jesus is the truly human one renewing and restoring what it means to live in this world, showing us how to live in our true selves, people created in the image of God, reconciling us to God, to others, to ourselves, and to creation. And because of this, we also receive the gift of adoption into God's family, Through Jesus, the Son of God, we also are given the privilege to be God's children. This Christmas gift is also a gift of solidarity. Jesus knows what it is to be human. From conception to death, Jesus experienced the limitations the weakness, the frailties, the abilities, the joys, the sorrows, the highs and lows of being human. He gets us. He gets us. He knows what it is to laugh, to cry, to play, to grow, to learn, to suffer, to be tempted, to celebrate with his family and friends, to be rejected, to live in the midst of brokenness, to yearn for change, to be tired, to be hungry. Jesus gets us. Jesus fully understands what it is to be human in this world. God in the flesh relates to us on our level. God has taken the initiative to move toward us, meeting us where we are. This gift of incarnation is also a gift of revelation. Jesus is fully God. So in Jesus we see the heart and the very character of God If we truly want to see and understand God, we look to Jesus. In Jesus' life, teaching, ministry, death, and resurrection, we see how God works, how God acts, healing, restoring, forgiving, valuing, challenging, Gracing, loving, gift after gift after gift. A couple of months ago, uh, Kent Gerhardt, in his teaching here at Renew, challenged us to make a list of all the things we know to be true of Jesus. Uh, an effort to be better witnesses to Christ, he, to those around us, he encouraged us to reflect carefully 
on all that we know about Jesus based on our own experiences. I was reminded of that list this morning. So I went back and I read it again. And as I read, I simply wrote gift after gift after gift by each one. And so I'd like to encourage you to take some time this Christmas season to review that list, to celebrate the gift that Jesus has been to you. And if you didn't make such a list or this is the first time you're hearing about it, if you're visiting with us, I'd encourage you to take time tonight or sometime in the next 12 days of Christmas to recount what you know to be true of Jesus based on your experience of him and celebrate God's gift for you. The last thing that strikes me about this gift of incarnation at Christmas is that it's also a very mysterious gift. A gift of vulnerable love. I am struck by the profound ways in which God becomes human. The creator and Lord of all the universe becomes human through the complete vulnerability of an infant baby. And he's not born in a palace, let alone even a hospital, but in the obscurity of a stable to a poor teenager and her husband-to-be. The Word that spoke all life into being, now a helpless baby who must be taught how to talk and how to walk. The One who created every fruit tree for food, now crying to be fed. The one who clothed Adam and Eve, now relying on Mary to wrap him in cloths. The Son of God, the Savior, the Messiah, the Lord, a baby lying in a manger. The paradox is striking and displays the mystery of this gift of incarnation the depths and the humility of God's love, the lengths to which God goes on our behalf, a mystery often too deep for words, a mystery which Mary and us ponders in our heart. I believe Tim coined the word ponderful earlier this evening. That's the mystery. So yes, Christmas is about gift after gift after gift. God's abundant gifts given to us, the gift of God's self, incarnate in the Son, Jesus Christ, in that passage which Eugene Peterson paraphrases as gift after gift after gift is more literally grace upon grace. 
It is inexhaustible grace that meets us disgraced people in our very humanity, in the midst of our brokenness and sinfulness, and reconciles us to God and reorients us to new life in God, a life of wholeness and love. And John doesn't quite know what to do with this mystery. The lavishness, the depths of God's grace is too great for words. Grace upon grace. Exponential grace. Gift after gift after gift. Now kids, uh, you may not have listened too much of what I've said this evening. I know sometimes grown-ups talk a lot and sometimes it seems a little boring. But I wanted to thank you kids for being present with us tonight. As we reflect on God's Christmas gift, And I'm sure at some point in the next couple days or a couple weeks, somebody, whether an aunt, an uncle, a friend, or a teacher, somebody is going to ask you, what did you get for Christmas? And I hope your response will be, God's grace upon grace. That's the true gift of Christmas. On Christmas, we remember, celebrate, and receive again the present of God's presence. God's loving gift of God's very self. Jesus, God in the flesh, truly God and truly human. The one called Emmanuel. God with us. God's grace upon grace. Gift after gift after gift. I want to invite you into a time of prayer, just in responding to all that you've seen or heard tonight through the passages through the songs. I invite you to pray. And I'm going to ask just a few questions as you pray silently. So the first question I'd like you to pray through is, what are you feeling most in this Christmas season? Talk to God about it. As you continue to pray, where do you most need Jesus to be present at this time in your life?
I invite you as you continue to talk to God, let him know what it is you're most grateful for. God, we are grateful for the opportunity to gather together and to celebrate your gift to us, the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, the gift of your grace to us. God, you are our hope. Christ, you are our peace. Holy Spirit, you are our joy. Holy Trinity, we pray that your love, your holy, passionate love would move in and through us this Christmas season. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.